fraught relationship it is indeed uh, currently in this day and age between athletes and coaches and the mental health, the struggles that they have. Brooke Neal is with us now. She's a former black stick with 147 cats behind her and now runs a website, brookneal.co.nz, which focuses on women's athletic mindsets and well-being. Oh, hi, Brooke. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having the conversations. Interesting conversation, and it's been coming more and more into prevalence of recent times around the mental health of athletes and their association with the coaching staff. How much is too much, and at what line do you stop when it comes to high performance? Uh, of recent times, the day the news has come out uh, around the uh, Instagram posts of a black fern by the name of Tikuranata Arangamate, uh, suggesting that the time she spent in the black firms were traumatic and some of the language used at her uh, from the coaching staff resulted in a mental breakdown. Now I don't want to talk about specifics of her case but generally on a wider scale around this brook about how much is too much and how we actually find that balance between a coach and an athlete. This is plainly a very difficult zone to be in. What would be your initial advice around that with, with athletes initially it's such a hard one right like I um I can only speak from the work that I'm doing with young sportswomen on their on their well-being and I think everything um that we work on is all around I guess having and creating a space where they feel like they can freely express themselves and maybe deal with whatever struggles it is that they're that they're having and naturally in a high performance environment you know there's only limited time and you're going to want to get as much as you can in the gym and you know for for us it's on the on the turf and so sometimes it is hard to have conversations away from the sporting context and so I guess that's what I'm trying to promote with my initiatives and my programs is just creating a community of of sportswomen who uh, it's human it's uh, I, I guess it's human to have you know struggles and to go through m- mistakes and setbacks and everything under the sun but I guess where it becomes really hard is first of all you feel like you're alone and second of all you don't have it like you don't know what to do you just you're not sure how to deal with it so you you bury it and you push it all down and I mean I've experienced that in the past where you pretend on the outside like everything's okay and then it it bubbles up and and overflows into some sort of um for like for me you know meltdown (laughs) There is an expectation in high-performance sport that the coaches have to be tough. Is that an antiquated concept? I think times are changing. I think everyone's learning, and you know, when you you're doing the best with what you know at the time. And I think as an athlete, you have to have resilience and you have to be able to deal with feedback. But obviously, there's two sides to every coin, right? And like, I I don't want to speak to any personal or from, um, you know, from what's happened um, perspective. But I think that, yeah, it's it's a tricky one and it almost has to be dealt with on a case-by-case basis. I don't have an answer for the coaches. What I do think is really important if you are a coach and you're wondering about having conversations or how do I upskill in this area, I'd just say reach out to um, anyone who's do, who does workshops or training in this area. Um, I think it all comes down to communication and it doesn't necessarily have to be high performance sport. It can just be like communication experts in general because at the end of the day, it's all about relationships, right? Especially when you're in a team. Of recent times, Brooke, it seems to be more acceptable for athletes to put their hand up and go, I can't cope with this. And for coaches to be more accepting of that. Is that something that you've seen or you've heard an increased 
movement toward the understanding of what makes people tick and how much is too much? I definitely think so. I mean, you look at what's happened at the Olympics with Simone Biles and then before that, Naomi Osaka. And I think it's it's amazing to showcase these athletes who are so brave, especially on that platform, to be able to put their hand up and say, I'm not okay. And then, you know, it inspires I guess, others to, to put their hand up and say that as well. And I, that's definitely the sorts of conversations that I'm trying to get going, whether that like conversations with the team or with the coach, or if it's seeking professional help and advice, I think just anything is um, encouraged. I suppose in the long run, you like to think with that freedom, you're going to get a better athlete, or is that just pie in the sky type of thinking? I, the old school would say, harden up, get on with it, and these are some of the comments that you've had on your Instagram feed that are no longer relevant. Do you think maybe when people can let their feelings mm-hmm. out a bit more, they are going to access a, a higher quality of their performance? Oh, 100%. Like one of my biggest, um, I guess, things that I'm trying to share with people is that performance will always come when you prioritise your well-being and when you're looking after yourself. It's not a, you know, performance um, put yeah, at all costs type mentality, just keep pushing. Because we've all experienced that you can perform at a high level for a short amount of time and, you know, neglect your well-being. But the question always comes back to at what cost? Like what is the cost of you just pushing through and bottling things up and for me like I experienced that firsthand is you do become detached and you you lose relationships and you struggle in in different areas of your life and maybe even lose love of the game too so I think the costs are just far too high to be able to just push through and I think we just need to create environments where we are allowing players to you know different zones to be able to express their struggles in a in a controlled and safe way. We talk often about the high performance athletes because Brooke, they're the ones we hear about. You mentioned the likes of Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka of course they're superstars so we are going to listen but this is I expect even more relevant at a much younger age group when people are just playing through regular competitions at a younger age to be able to have the ability to express themselves. That's got to start somewhere and the sooner the better I'd expect. Yeah I've um, visited about over 200 schools and a lot of those primary uh, and intermediate and you know you know, you do see more and more kids who are being asked to specialise at an early age. And I mean, for me, when I was growing up, like sports was an outlet because it was fun and I guess, but I hope that kids can also just keep playing for the fun of it and, and keep trying lots of different sports without the pressures. And I hope that the parents and the coaches can can encourage that as well, because the more well-rounded someone is at that age and the more that they feel safe in that environment, the better they're going to be in the long term. So in essence, what you're saying is open up, talk, get it out there. That's the best way forward from a coach's perspective and from an athlete's perspective. I mean, I say that, but I also think that people need to do their research and homework on how do you have those conversations, like when, with who, and what's the structure, because, you know, it is like it is tricky and it's awkward and it's hard and it's complicated. And so I think it's partly about deciding that you do want to start having those conversations and then the other part is how am how am I going to go about that and maybe doing a little bit more education on facilitating really powerful conversations but with boundaries like that's something that I'm really passionate about at the moment.
And on that, Brooke, we'll let you go. Thanks so much for that, Brooke Neal. 147 caps for the Black Sticks. If you want to find out more about what makes Brooke tick, you can. Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E-N-E-A-L, brookneal.co.nz. And that'll open up the pathways for all of her social media as well. It's been a real pleasure. Brooke, thanks very much for sharing. Awesome. Thanks for having me.